The sun is always shining when these two lovely ladies join us in the studio. From Hospice Georgian Triangle, we say hello to Kelly Cookson. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, John. And Janet Fairbridge. Great to have you back. Thank you, John, for having us back. Uh, ladies, uh, tell us about Hospice Georgian Triangle. Many of us know what it is, but to, for some, there's still a confusion. Is it the hospital? What is it? You guys have a very unique purpose. We do. Um, Hospice Georgian Triangle is here to serve our community with uh, exceptional palliative care, whether that be in the uh, ho- in our home in Campbell House, or if it's in the community, whether it's in uh, patients and families' homes directly or with community supports. Uh, Hospice Georgian Triangle has been around for a very long time. Campbell House is still relatively new, and uh, what an amazing facility! But uh, the work that you guys have been doing has has been around for a very long time. You're right. Uh, 1987 is when the mm. organization began as a as a home visiting hospice, um, a volunteer based organization. And of course, uh, our volunteers are still very much at the heart of our organization, still providing peer support in our community every day. Uh, Kelly, of course, uh, there's some government funding, but a lot of it has to come from right here in the community. Yeah, we have uh, slightly less than 50% comes from government funding, so we have to make up the difference every year, which I believe this fiscal was just over a million dollars, Janet? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 24-7 operation. Correct. Uh, You don't ever close the doors. Uh, How many beds do you have operating right now? Right now, we have our original six beds. Yeah. Uh, we have four more beds that are ready to roll. Um, we are uh, awaiting government approvals mm-hmm. and the funding that comes with those approvals to get those beds open. Um, we are cautiously optimistic. Uh, we've had some really wonderful um, continued conversation, uh, particularly in the last couple of weeks. So fingers are crossed that uh, those beds will get open as soon as possible. And I love that your attention isn't just to for those, and, and certainly there's a lot of attention on those who are near end of life, but it's also uh, the support is there for the families and the loved ones that they're leaving behind. That's absolutely right. Uh, good palliative care is, is is exactly that, John. It's the patient at the center, but it, palliative care wraps around the mm. entire caregiving unit, um, whatever that family might look like, because everybody's family is a little bit different. So it, it might be uh, blood family, it might be friends, whatever that caregiving unit, good palliative care makes sure that everyone is taken care of. Let's talk about some of the fundraising efforts you do. As you said, 50% of your operating costs has to come from the community. you got to get that somehow. Lucky for us, uh, we have an amazing community. Folks like Tim Horton stepped up. uh, Their annual golf tournament, it's always a success. And it's nice to be the benefactors on the end of that. We are very, very fortunate. Um, for the last three years, we have been the benefactor of uh, Jan Trude and the local Tim Hortons uh, doing their, their golf tournament and the funds that are raised from that. It's an incredible group of folks who come out every year. That tournament sells out, I think, in less than a week. Um, so just uh, last week, we received the proceeds from that tournament this year, and that was just over $25,000 wow. thanks to Tim Hortons. And, congratulations and on that. That's fantastic. Uh, another congratulations has to go out. Uh, you've got uh, probably the, the biggest gala event that Hospice Georgian Triangle has ever had, and uh, you're sold out. Yeah, we sold out very quickly. <laughs> We've had a waiting list for a couple months now. Wow. Um, and yeah, it's the second year we've had it at Alpine and it's the biggest it's ever been and this is because it's our 25th anniversary for the gala so we really wanted to go big Um, so we have a huge amount of support from the community to build that out Uh, we have Ellen Olbum who's a local stylist we approached her to be our decorator 
um, and she really raised the bar after she was she was <laughs> thrilled to be on board. And after that, she went out and secured a whole bunch of other local businesses who are donating their time, their wow. wares, their skills, their muscles. She's reached out to um, Petals in Time. So we mm -hmm. have a professional skilled florist. We nice. have Turpin Moving Solutions to help us with a crew of guys in a truck to move <laughs> everything. We've got You Pick Parties is donating balloons. Um, we've got Green Tree um, Emporium. They're donating some large florals, and they also just donated some space to Ellen and Abigail to do some gala prep yeah, on the yeah. weekend. Um, and we've got the Jazad um, Dance School downtown here. They're doing a little dance performance before our band kicks off. Um, am I missing anybody? <laughs> I think that's pretty much that's yeah. the entertainment it's team. Incredible. Anyway. There's a huge machine behind us, and we're, we're absolutely thrilled to have them. We're very, very fortunate. Um, as is typical for uh, most galas, you're going to have a silent auction. But I understand this one takes it up a bit of a notch. Yeah, this year we have a digital silent auction and it's open now. We opened it on Friday at noon um, and it closes at 8.15 p.m. this Friday at the gala. And new this year, because it's a digital platform, it's open to everybody. So everybody can bid, and there's a lot of bidding going on right now. So if you go to www.hgtcaregala.com, or if you go to our website and just click on the um, gala graphic, mm -hmm. the, it will land you to that page. Uh, so this means even those of us who weren't able to get tickets in time. Which there's uh, a few. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of it. There's a long waiting list. We can still participate in the silent auction even though we're not there. Absolutely. Yeah, it's open to our whole community. And it's open now, but it will close uh, the night of the event. Absolutely. That's right. So you get registered online and uh, you can go in and, and see all of the fabulous um, donations <laughs> that are the, the the prizes that you can bid on. And uh, you, you get yourself registered with with your smartphone. So you do it th through your cell phone number or you can use an email address okay. if you don't have a, a smartphone. And um, you, you get yourself registered with your credit card and you make your bid. And so anytime you are outbid, you will get a notification to your phone or to your ah. email that you've been outbid. So if you want to go back on and bid again, right. you can. And then whoever is the top bidder, um, they will obviously get the notification and then the credit card is charged at that point. There will be no charge on a credit card until such time as it's the auction is closed at 8.15 Friday night and you become the top bidder, then, then you will essentially take home a prize. If you're not at the gala, you can contact us in the office uh, starting Monday and uh, come and pick up your prize at that. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, another success story. It's been four years in the making, but the Sanctuary Garden is uh, is now a thing. It is, and it's so beautiful, uh. and we're so excited. And we have uh, a lovely local lady to thank for that. Ricky Thompson uh, came to us last Christmas with um, uh, a sizable donation. And uh, because of that, we were able to complete this garden. It is stunning. Um, we want to thank Mike Hensel and the very good folks at uh, Crozer uh, Engineering who mm -hmm. came on board and, and did all of the landscape architecture. And, and, and um, David French, who was our landscaper, who did all of the literally the heavy lifting um, and the garden is so beautiful and it's thanks to Ricky and her late husband Bob Thompson uh, uh, Bob of course was a prominent lawyer here in town uh, Ricky is a retired art teacher she taught at Georgian Bay Secondary and um, 
we had the dedication for the garden last last two weeks ago now, and um, so the garden is referenced as the Ricky and Robert C. Thompson Sanctuary Garden. So we're nice. very very blessed to have that, and we want our community to be able to enjoy that. Uh, the garden obviously is is so that we can, in the good weather, take some of our programming outside. Patients and families can go outside and enjoy. There's some private sitting areas. We have a lovely new um, little waterfall mm. pond, and um, some wonderful green space. But it's also so that our neighbors and the folks that are out walking in their neighborhood, if they want to wander through and see these beautiful gardens, they're more than welcome to do so. So the folks over at Ragland Village or Sunset Manor, uh, folks in the neighborhood, um, you know, come over and, and check it out. Fantastic. Kelly, if folks want to find out more about Hospice Georgian Triangle or make a donation on their own or find out how they can help you uh, do some fundraising, where should they go? If they go to our website, hospicegeorgiantriangle.com, they can get all the information they need there. Fantastic. Kelly Cookson, thank you so much. Janet Fairbridge, pleasure (laughs) to have you back here on Talk of the Town. Thanks, John.